And a good Tuesday afternoon to you. And yes, it is time for the McFarland Show. Darren McFarland, one half of the show here in the Strike His Bear Family Fun Center studio. DJ Damon is alongside in his UT Orange. No Justin today. So he is still uh, away from the show. He'll be back sometime this week. Just, you know, just be patient with us. He'll be back. He wants to be back. Trust me. He wants to be on the show. Got a lot of things to get into. Terry McCormick is going to be making his way back. In fact, we're going to have Indianapolis twice. Of course, the Titans spoke today. Brian Callahan, we're going to hear from head coach Brian Callahan in just a moment. Some things that he set up at the Combine. General Manager Rand Carthon spoke at the Combine today. The players will get cranked up in their positions on Thursday and Friday, Saturday. It's all through the weekend. It's a little bit different. And it's interesting. I'm going to bring it up to, to Terry McCormick at about 2.20. He was there today. John Burton from JB and the General. He was also at the Combine for News Channel 5. You'll see uh, his combine footage tonight on television. He'll join us in the second hour to talk about what he saw. But I do wonder if these guys experience, and I'll ask them any buzz of, there's a lot of players that were like, hey, it's kind of starting to feel like the players that don't get it, teams that don't get into the playoffs and they just go to a bowl game and their good players say, peace out, I'm done. Now, with you've got the Big 12 Conference doing their own combine, you've got individual days at your school, a lot of guys are like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. Or I'll just be there for the interviews, but I'm not running, I'm not throwing, I'm not doing any of that stuff. And so I do wonder, what does that mean for the combine moving forward? Is this kind of a trend where players are just going to wait on their conference day or just their individual day because that's on their turf. The Indianapolis and the combine is not their turf. That's neutral turf. And so you can set it up in a more conducive way to help advantage you, the player at your own place. So I don't know. They may, uh, they may surprise me with their answers, but we'll, we'll find out. Uh, here shortly, like I said, we'll we'll talk to both of them today because they were both there today. And uh, look, free agency is just around the corner. March is just around the corner. And before you know it, the draft is going to be upon us. Let's hear a little bit uh, of what head coach, new head coach Brian Callahan had to say today in Indianapolis. I'll say this. You, you can never you can never replace elite talent. Um, you can coach guys. Coaching makes it makes an impact. It matters, um, but ultimately, the better players you have, the better coach you are. Uh, and so, I, I will never um, pass up on elite talent just because I think we have a great coach. Um, great coaches with elite talent uh, is special, and so we're we're trying to get to that point. Uh, but I will say there's. There is times when you can take players, though, as in, in roles that, you know, maybe not necessarily in the, at the top of the draft or for top dollar in free agency, but um, where you can develop players quickly and they can contribute for you. Because uh, as we all know, you're going to have multiple, uh, multiple sets of players playing up front. Uh, very rarely do you stay with the same five for the course of a season. Um, so that development and that depth is always going to be really important. Uh, and there's nobody better at developing it than him. I, I can't agree with Brian Callahan anymore. And I know that sounds very simplistic, what he said. But it is so true. 
Because how many times have you heard people arguing, so-and-so was a great coach. Yeah, but he had the best talent. Or, yeah, he, but he had Shaq and Kobe. Or, yeah, but he had Jordan and Pippen. Well, that's how it works. <laughs> that's, that's how it works. Like, yes, I, I think you need a combination of both. But you saw Bill Belichick whenever the roster wasn't as talented as it was for, what, almost two decades? And I get it. Tom Brady is right now the best ever. The best ever to do it. And he was at the most important position. But Bill Belichick, the next three years after Tom Brady left and the roster just kept getting weaker and weaker, looked very, very average. Do you think Bill Belichick can coach? Do you just think he got dumb overnight? Do you think he just lost his coaching abilities? No. Like, you have to have players. Greg Popovich did it for a long time with the Spurs. He's still the Spurs head coach, and he did a lot of winning for a long time. And then all those good players went away. Do you think he forgot how to coach? you think he's not a good coach anymore? Or do you think if you filled up his roster with really, really talented players again, all of a sudden Greg Popovich will be right back at where we saw him for a long, long time. That's how it works. And Brian Callahan is smart to say that because it's true. <laughs> and by the way, I can appreciate a coach because I'm one of them. I, I said, I've been at this youth sports. You've heard me talking about coaching youth sports for five years now. There's no doubt my most successful seasons is one of my most talented teams. It's no secret. (laughs) Talent wins. And they need more special players. We know this roster is just, and Mike Vrabel can certainly attest to this, it is just not even close to where it needs to be. They are void of a lot of elite players. And you need elite players to be successful. Damon, do we have uh, another Callahan clip. All right, let's hear. uh, We have him uh, talking about the special teams coordinator, Mr. Colt Anderson. Okay, one of his uh, last hires. Let's find out what the head coach had to say. Uh, Is is a really young kind of dynamic special teams coach. Uh, Be his first time running the room, but but doesn't lack experience. Played for played for eight years in the league. Um, He's a fantastic person. Love having him in the building. Obviously, he's one of the few guys that I've, uh, you know, I've, I worked with for the last couple of years uh, out of Cincinnati. So that part's been great. Um, but really, really sharp, experienced uh, in the special teams world. And then you add him with Anthony Levine. Uh, those two guys battled against each other quite a bit as players, and so there's a, a mutual respect there. It's been kind of fun to hear them talk about their battles. But um, really excited about Colts' addition to our staff. There you go. Uh, again, we've talked about it before on this show. You don't realize how important special teams is to stink at it. Titans have been very good at special teams in several years. And so we'll see if that can change with a brand new staff. Hopefully it will, because their special teams was a real issue under Mike Vrabel. Remember when they just stopped kicking field goals? They just gave up on kicking field goals? Special teams was not their friend over the years. Under Mike Vrabel. Just wasn't. Hopefully that will change. Damon, what else do we have? Uh, we have this drop, and I'm trying to queue up, so keep talking. Okay. Okay. This is where we stall. <laughs> okay. He says he enjoyed having an opportunity to work with uh, this guy. This is uh, Coach Brian Billahan, Brian Callahan talking about Bill Callahan. Uh, 
his papa. His papa. How about that? Let's do it. When I early on in my career, when I was first starting out, he, he had made a very pointed emphasis that uh, that I should try my own way uh, and not work for him. Uh, he never wanted to be one to give me a job. Uh, he felt like it would serve me better if I had went my own direction and, and earned my way through it. Um, I think that was the best advice he's probably given me. Um, it's worked out great that way. I've always wanted to work with him. Uh, never knew if I'd have an opportunity, to be honest. It's one of those um, things when you got guys under contract and we're in different places, never knew if it was going to work. And uh, we had a conversation really the year previous uh, when I was interviewing for a couple of jobs, and, and he had said that we wouldn't work together, that he was very happy where he was at um, and didn't really want to leave and felt like I should do that on my own. But it just timed up great. It's kind of where he's at in his career. The opportunity to have him come to Tennessee um, is, is really the timing was perfect. It didn't, I didn't really know if he wanted to come or not until I got the job because um, I, I was kind of working off the assumption that he was that way last year where he, he wasn't interested. So, um, But thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to have him and be able to work with him every day. Crazy, but I'm just going to go on and say it. There's pressure on Bill Callahan. You're like, what? Yeah, because everybody's viewing him as the savior. He's got to come in here and fix this offensive line. And he is viewed by many around the league as one of the best offensive line coaches, if not the best, in the league. And so there's a lot of pressure for Papa, Bill Callahan, of head coach Brian, son, to come in here and fix this, which is why, and I'm going to bring this up with Terry and John today on the show. I am. I know it's just what is today is what February winds down. Today is Damon is the 27th. So we, this is leap yes. year. Yes. So we've got two more days tomorrow and Thursday, yep. and then we we start off Friday in March. You know, it was kind of interesting you said that because uh, I was looking at the calendar. And I'm like the 29th. Wait a minute. That's I thought. Thursday was the first, so I had to kind of readjust my mind. But it is leap year. It, it is leap year. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. And so, I there, think you're gonna like this one coming the, up. There, there is, there is, and I, I again on February 27th. Mm-hmm. This is not set in stone. This is not locked in. It's in pencil. But I am starting to convince right, myself. Crayons now. Crayon. <laughs> my, my son's twelve now. Okay. Well, I used this reference a couple years They're ago. Around kids a lot in elementary. I may have still used crayon. So now I'm using pencil, not pen. But I'm thoroughly convinced, or I'm convincing myself. Number two pencil, too. By the way. Number two. Well, is there another? No. Okay. That they have to take a left tackle at seven. They just do. And I know they have a lot of needs. But again, it gets back to, okay, you've brought in Bill Callahan, who is viewed as one of the best, if not the best, offensive line coach in the league. People are really excited for good reason. Offensive line play the last two years have been awful. I'm convinced with a young quarterback that everybody's still trying to figure out, is he the guy or not? You got to give him every opportunity to be the guy. I mean, Will Levis is the guy, but I mean, is he going to pan out to be the guy? Like, it's his team, but is he going to ultimately be good enough? They need a left tackle. They definitely do need a left tackle. And I think. I mean, I know they need a left tackle, but I'm saying, Damon, I think now to get that premier guy that they've had in the past, where did they always draft those guys? Mm -hmm. First round. First round. 
And then he he made a comment I think about uh, where what's the guy's what's it I think I don't know how to pronounce the name. The guy you're talking about, Skaronsky. Uh, Skaronsky, yeah. Mm-hmm. That he was he was definitely a right tackle. I think that's what he said in the press conference this morning. I heard some of that. No, I. He's a tackle. I know that much, right? Hmm. Well, I mean, I think I thought they were going to keep him at left guard. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's so. Maybe so. Okay. I think that would also help his development too. Think about if you could have basically your left tackle and your left guard grow up or grow up in the NFL together. Right, because Skaronsky's just got one year in. Mm -hmm. If you draft your left tackle for the future, you are hoping that that's your lockdown situation for the next decade. Mm. Right? Right. Which is what everybody's looking for in the league. And so if you're going to draft Skaronsky 11th overall and you're going to possibly draft your left tackle 7th overall, you got to hit. These are guys that got to be here for a long time and they've got to solidify the left side of your line for a very long time, especially with a coach like Bill Callahan. So, again, I am at the point, it's not set in stone yet, but every day it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. I'm thinking, it doesn't matter the temptation. I get it. Even if Marvin Harrison Jr. was to fall, which he won't, but even if he did, I still think you've got to take the left tackle over the receiver. Yeah, because you can't do anything if you you're getting tackled every right, five seconds. It doesn't seconds. matter how good your your <laughs> wide receivers right. are, right? It's, that's if, the problem. If your quarterback is on his back at all times, you got DeAndre Hopkins can't catch a pass because the quarterback's on his butt. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, you ready for another one? Let's uh, let's squeeze one more in, then okay. we'll get to Terry on his I way back from the combine. I just you might like this one because okay. it has your famous your favorite word in it: collaboration. Oh boy. Brian Callahan on his collaboration with Ron Carthon. Rand Carthon. I don't know why I can't pronounce it. But anyway, uh, I had English class. It's last on my list. But anyway, <laughs> with Rand, Carth- Rand Carthon. <laughs> Here he goes. Rand's a, a relationship builder. It's kind of his superpower, I like to say. Um, but us being on the same page, if, if you're on the same page with the, the front office and the coaching staff, uh, you can really do a great job finding the right people and right players to, to fit your team uh, when everyone's looking for the same thing. And so that part's been really fun. Um, I enjoy being around Rand every day and, and Chad Brinker too. Those between me, Rand, Chad, uh, and Anthony Robinson would probably are in and out of each other's office um, probably 10, 12 times a day. I mean, we're always talking, going back and forth, um, but it's been a really, really fun partnership to build, a relationship to start to grow with, and uh, it's been it's been a blast. There you go. Yeah, my favorite word. Well, great. I'm I'm super glad that the brand new head coach and the first year GM are getting along. <laughs> it's good to know. I can't imagine there'd be friction this early on. It would be kind of silly and a disaster if there was. So it's good to know that the head coach and the GM are, you know, are getting along just fine. All right, let's do this. Let's come back. Terry McCormick was up there today. He's on his way coming uh, back from Indianapolis. Let's get his impressions of what took place today, and we will do that next here on the McFarland Show, WNSR. 
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We all make resolutions this time of year. And let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-0-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. It's a Bill King Show. Like I've mentioned... I thought Nick had a good five years still left in it. This one comes as a complete shock to me. If I sat here and said, I had a feeling, guys, Nick was trending, I'd be lying. I'd just be, that'd be the host trying to act like he knew something he didn't know. Why would I present that to you? I am shocked. I was taken aback by it. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. <laughs> Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Every day you can watch the show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Don't forget on our YouTube page, you can interact as well. WNSR Live. Just... 
one word in the search engine. That'll take you straight to us. You can interact with us. We also have a phone line and a text line. 615-844-5600. Back here on the McFarland Show. Half of the McFarlands today, me, Darren, here, Justin is out today. And I'm live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. And coming back from Indianapolis, we heard a little bit of what Brian Callahan had to say at the Combine today when speaking to the media. Terry McCormick. At Terry MC 13, at Terry MC 13 on Twitter or X, however you call it. He's with TitanInsider.com. He's been covering the team since they came to Nashville. Terry, how are we doing? Good. How are you guys? What was uh, good? Uh, no, look, in the 70s in February, we'll take it. Oh, well, absolutely. It's it actually mid 60s up here, although they're calling for hail and tornadoes here in a couple of hours. Yeah, tomorrow, though, it's going to take a serious dip the other way. I think we're going to lose about 30 degrees tomorrow. <laughs> so, anyway, it is still February, so no surprise. What was a couple of takeaways that you had from today's combine? Well, one of the things that I thought, uh, you know, certainly if you're a Titans fan, was should be music to your ears, is that this team is now embracing modern football <laughs> not only this off season with their 90 million in cap space but moving forward that's the model they're going to try to build on uh based on you know will levis and his ability to uh you know have an elite style arm and, and see if they can build around him and put enough weapons around him to make big plays yeah uh everybody's getting about an extra 30 million uh compared to last year's cap so Again, it's not just the Titans. It's 31 other teams. But how much does that help them position themselves to be aggressive? And how much do you think that will, you know, how much will do you think they will be aggressive? Because, look, not everybody spends all their money. Um, so you have to be, you know, you have to be a, a little bit s- smart on how you go about trying to skin this. But how much do you think that changes their approach or does it? Well, I think it affects it a couple of ways. You're right. It does give them more money. They have the most salary cap space of any team in the league. So in having the most salary cap of any team in the league, they essentially hold the trump card being able to, you know, go get whatever player they want. You know, in theory, if that player is certainly looking to be, you know, highly paid at his position. Uh, On the flip side of that, the, the extra money that is going out uh, to these teams, that may keep a couple of players, you know, a guy who is going to be a cap cut here or a free agent that was not going to be able to re-sign there, that may keep that player off the market because that as suddenly that the team that that player is on has the money to, to retain that player and not let him get away and walk out the door. So there may be a couple of guys on that they have access to because of that. I mean, we're already seeing the Bengals franchising T. Higgins who was uh, one of the uh, thought to be one of the top uh, priorities uh, if he got to the free agent market for the Titans, simply for his background with uh, Brian Callahan. So I think when you're talking about uh, the totality of the extra money, it can be a good thing in terms of being able to go get who you want. And I, I think they'll be aggressive to a point, but I don't think they'll overspend and I don't think they're going to spend frivolously if they can help it. And, but I, and also, the other side of that coin is that it it can prevent you 
from being having access to a player or two maybe that was on your radar before. You know this, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, um, but most teams don't win because of free agent spending, right? I mean, sometimes yeah. every once in a while you get, you know, you hit big with the, a free agent signing, but overall, I mean, I'd love to see the numbers. Teams that spend all the, I mean, look, I understand uh, it's just here, and this is what we follow the mo- you know closely. But think about the last like six years; they've gone out all the big money that they spent, Bud Dupree, you know, none of that stuff worked out. None of the big contracts no. that they've had worked out. No, it, it didn't. And the thing is, you know, free agency is supposed to be used as a supplement. It's supposed to be used to fill a hole here or there. Uh, ideally, the draft is how you build your team. And suppose you need a safety or you need an edge rusher or something like that. And, and what, for whatever reason, you just haven't developed that over-the-top guy that you feel like you know puts you into another category. If a guy like that pops on the free agent market or is a late cap cut, or, you know, post you cap cut, those are the type guys you want to try to add as supplementary pieces. You know, it's sort of like you build through the drafts, or like in baseball, you build through the farm system and then you add a free agent here or there to help bolster your lineup or your rotation. In football, you build through the draft, and if you happen to be weak at guard or you happen to be, you know, need a speed receiver, you can go find that in free agency as a complimentary piece. That's how it's designed to be if you're running your organization the right way. Let me selfishly ask a media question because I don't know how many, but fans should care because, you know, the two of us know that the fans, uh, in my opinion, they should want to hear from their head coach. They should want to hear from their general manager. Quite honestly, they should want to hear from their majority owner, but that's not always the case and certainly hasn't been the case here, or at least in, in, you know, in certain settings, uh, a very comfortable setting. Do you think, how different do you think things are going to be moving forward with Ryan Callahan? He seems, and I get it, it's the honeymoon phase. It's the very beginning. You know, it's, it's two dates in. Everybody's in a good mood. But he, it, at least early on, it feels like he's he's a very approachable guy. Is that fair to say? It seems that way. And from all accounts that uh, I got from talking to people in Cincinnati when they were going through the vetting process and the interview process for these candidates, uh, everybody talked really well of Brian Callahan in terms of him as you know a guy who is good with the media, a guy who has time for you, a guy who is you know, willing to give you some of his time in order to, you know, talk football and, and, and talk, you know, about whatever. And I think, uh, you know, what we've seen so far of Callahan, that appears to be pretty spot on. He does seem to be a very approachable guy. He does seem he gives thoughtful answers when you ask the question. It's not, you know, not a smart aleck five-word answer, and then he's on to the next thing. Hmm. He takes time to answer your question. Wow, who could you have been talking about? Hmm. Uh, what about Rand Carthon? Do you think it's going to change now that Mike Vrabel's not in the mix, that he's going to be made more available, or he will make himself made more available? What do you think? I think he should. I think he had some early missteps. I thought you know, he was very guarded in the press conference that uh, – he held uh, right after Mike Brabel's firing. Uh, I thought he, you know, he appeared very 
you know, on eggshells there. But I'll say this. He was a thousand percent better today. Hmm. He was very relaxed. He was in front of, you know, the local media. He was also in front of a few national guys while he was at the podium. And, uh, there was, you know, there's always a side session with the local guys after the podium time. And he was very, you know, he didn't give away any of the house secrets and I don't expect him to, but he was certainly very, you know, he just, as John Glennon and I talked about it uh, in the media room, he was very, you know, he was just a guy. He, he carried on conversation back and forth, talking football, talking what his plans are as much as he could, that sort of thing. He did seem a lot more relaxed today than I have ever seen him in the media settings that he's had. Hmm. What do you attribute that to? I want I, that's I'm I'm very interested by that answer. That uh, I mean, he sounded would, that way today, but I mean, huh? I wonder what's what's the the drastic change. Well, I would attribute that to this. I think uh, he now knows that uh, you know it's his show to okay. run. So why why wouldn't he why wouldn't he put his best foot forward here in this situation and try to make the best of it? I think. Uh, you know, I think he's got people in place now that, uh, you know, answer to him and that he, he said that he, even though he has control, he said he considers Brian Callahan a partner. So I think the two of them are learning each other, trying to work together. And I think that uh, when you look at, uh, you know, just the situation that is being created here, this whole, and I hate using the word collaboration because that's, you know, the buzzword that they have that's been over overplayed and overkilled throughout this whole process but i do think that Rand carthon is a there's a you're seeing a more relaxed and in control version of Rand carthon or at least we saw that today than what we've seen before and i think you have to attribute some of that to the fact that it's now his show how much were they talking up there about a lot of players that are choosing not to work out or choosing only to speak with teams but not run or not throw. I mean, it does seem like that list continues to grow every year where less and less players are choosing to be a part of this setting where before, Terry, as you know, you've been at this a long time. Me too. You know, if if you didn't get invited there, you were crushed. And when you did get invited, you, you know, you couldn't wait to get to Indianapolis to go through this whole thing where players today doesn't, doesn't feel like they view it the same way. Yeah, it's interesting. I haven't talked to a whole lot of people about it. A lot was brought up about the whole Marvin Harrison Jr. thing. Right. But, uh, you know, when it, the answer I think that Brian Callahan gave in that regard was, well, you know, when you have the uh, credentials and, and the you know the type of prospect that he is, you you know, in so many words, he kind of said you can better dictate your own terms and you know rather than come up here and be measured and poked and prodded and that sort of thing. So, you know, I guess that makes sense. And I think that, you know, you're, you started seeing it over the years, like with the quarterbacks, you know, well, this guy's not going to throw with the combine or, you know, and then that's kind of slowly trickled down to other positions where this guy won't run the 40 until his pro day and those sorts of things, or this guy is going to wait and have a private workout. Those, those types of things that, you know, it's kind of, I've kind of been trending for a number of years. I don't think it minimizes the importance of the combine, but I do think that it kind of, you know, I guess spreads everybody else out a little thinner to have to go and, you know, do more evaluations, you know, on the side rather than just in one setting, which is kind of the initial purpose of the combine was to, 
get as many get eyes on as many players as you could in one time, in one setting. Speaking with Terry McCormick, covers the Titans for TitanInsider.com at the Combine in Indianapolis today. I said in the first segment, I, I'm not I'm not locking it in yet because it's still February, but I'm pretty darn close to saying I think without a doubt this team needs and will draft a left tackle with the seventh pick in the draft. Where are you at today? On uh, look, they have a ton of needs. I get it, but where are you at today on what you think they should do and what that you think they will do? Well, that's a good question, Darren, and it was brought up here too because in in a roundabout way, because Brian Callahan was asked if they might wait about a left tackle because his father Bill obviously is one of the best line coaches and is known for developing prospects and things like that. So. Would there be a scenario where they could wait and maybe go at 38 and answer the tackle position so that they could get a playmaker and a skill position player? And the answer that Brian Callahan gave was, he goes, even though his father is a great coach, they will not pass up an elite talent at the position in order to, you know, have a great coach develop another guy. Because he said, when you put elite with a great coach, then you have something. So I, I still lean toward left tackle, but then he kind of hinted to, and he's done this before, how you know players who make plays, who have the, you know, are, do good things with the ball in their hands are a priority. So I wouldn't be shocked if they went receiver at number seven. Some of that's going to be determined by who gets to the market in free agency at wide receiver and if they can get one of those guys. Because I think receiver and cornerback may be where they have to fill in in free agency more so uh, than at left tackle because there are not many left tackles that are good that get to the market. We saw that last year with Andre Dillard. So I think what you wind up with is you can find a decent receiver or two. You can find a decent corner or two on the free agent market, but I don't know that you can find a left tackle that's high quality uh, without drafting one in the first round or maybe the second round if you can develop it. That's where I'm at because I feel like all the big-time left tackles in the league were all first-round picks. All the ones that were solidified here were first-round picks. Uh, although, Root, was Roos second? Second round? Roos was actually a second. Yeah, so Taylor Lewan and B-Hop were first. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay, well, at least they made up for it with Roos. But, so, yeah, B-Hop and, and Lewan first round. Roos second round, but most of the the premier left tackles are all first round picks. What we're seeing in this league, you know, AJ Brown second round. I think Debo Samuel was second round. Amon St. Brown uh, in Detroit, it was a fourth round pick. I mean, you can get guys later in the draft, at least second round. And this this draft, if you talk to enough people, sounds like there are plenty of talented receivers, and not they're not all going in the first round. They're going to slip to the second. I feel like you just have a better shot uh, of getting that talented receiver by holding off the second round, but you can't get that left, that premier left tackle if you don't do it at the beginning of the draft. That's that's my two cents. Yeah, I kind of think I, I kind of agree with you here. I think uh, you know it's a situation where it's a much deeper class at receiver, and therefore you might be able to get a guy at the top of the second round that can come in and help you right away. He might not be elite like uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. or 
you know, Malik Neighbors or somebody might be right out of the gate, but certainly you can get a guy who can come in and contribute and be a starter in this league in round two out of this draft, I would think. There's been chatter about um, Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown, uh, as a free agent receiver, a good fit for the Titans. What do you think? I'm not going to give you my opinion to after I hear yours. What What do you think of that? Good idea, bad idea? Okay. He's been a little bit too well-traveled for my liking, and I think he's kind of a one-trick pony. If I was going to go down that road, I think I'd rather have Gabe Davis of Buffalo because he's younger and he's averaged almost 17 yards a catch. And I think he's he's already played with a quarterback who has a really strong arm in Josh Allen, so he would know what to do. If I were going to go for that type of receiver, I think I would take Davis over Brown. I'm a big no. I mean, a big no. Like, no, no, no. Stay away. And hearing the kind of money that he may get, like, no. Even more of a no. By the way, T. Higgins was also a second-round pick. High second round. The, I'm just saying, you have a better shot of still landing a premier receiver if you just hold out because you have a high second-round pick. Uh, I just don't think those left tackles are going to slip, so you have to do it. Yeah, so You do. And, and the thing about the second round is, is this. You know, the people talk about how many guys actually have a first-round grade. Usually it's 20 to 25. Mm-hmm. But then there are a lot of those A-minus, B-plus type players that are, you know, that are fall in the last few picks of the first round and the first few picks of the second round. And, you know, Will Evans was one of those guys. You know, he, he, he was exactly one of those guys who was, you know, some teams had him with a first-round grade, some teams didn't, and the Titans wound up getting him at the top of the second round. And to me, the second round is a really, it's a really vague area where there are a lot of talented prospects that can really come in and help you. But there's also a big difference. There's a big, to me, there's a big difference in picking 33 in the second round and picking 63 at the back of the second round in terms of talent. Yeah, no doubt. Terry, appreciate it. Uh, as always, safe travels back, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right, thanks. Terry McCormick, at TerryMC13 on Twitter. Uh, he's been covering the team since they came to Nashville. Been doing it a long time. Titan Insider. Dot com. We'll talk to Opinionated Larry on the other side as you listen to The McFarland Show, WNSR. Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. You know, you probably that the Nashville Cats are coming back to Music City. Well, you are correct. They're coming back and they're coming in hot starting April 27th with the first of five home games at the historic Municipal Auditorium. There will be an additional game at FNM Bank Arena in mid-May up in Clarksville, and that will be honoring our military. Single game tickets as well as season tickets are on sale now. For more information, come visit thenashvillecats.com. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet 
filet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Patrick Mahomes, he's in the GOAT conversation with this win. I'm calling him Michael Jordan, essentially, because he's taking other people's rings. There's no shame in losing to Patrick Mahomes. He's that good. If you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes, you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes, GOAT-level kind of guy. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. On Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. Exclusive Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR Skyscan forecast for today. It'll be windy with showers and a high of 74. Showers likely overnight tonight, low 50. Showers starting to come to an end tomorrow late in the day, high of 68. And then sunshine returns on Thursday with a high of 51. Utilizing the resources of the Weatherbug Network on Nashville Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's Brent Allen. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Good stuff from Terry McCormick, as always. Combine, today's theme. We'll check in with John Burton in the second hour. Of course, one of the hosts for JB and the General, 9 to 11, weekdays here on this station. Also, TV John Burton, News Channel 5, and he will have coverage uh, tonight on News Channel 5 from everything that took place in Indianapolis. So we'll talk to John coming up at 3 o'clock. Darren McFarland here on the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Justin is out today. 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line. DJ Damon, hit it. Now it's time for the Opinionated Larry Question of the Week. Sponsored by buyatoe.com. Call 615-480-6473. Get cash in your hand today and that vehicle hauled away. Opinionated Larry is in the Strike a Spare Family Fun Center studio after Damon just about blew out my eardrums. Larry, good to see you that's, back. That's, that's called over-recorded. <laughs> a little over-modulated. <laughs> yeah, a little over-modulated. Good to see you, Dad. You got to talk uh, hold on. Let's, let, we don't have his, his mic is not on. Okay. Okay, ready? Damon did an intense. He did an intense. There we go. He didn't want to hear what I had to say, I know. But uh, good good talk, good stuff. A lot of stuff going to be going on in the draft, the NFL draft. Yep. I guess people are getting hyped up about it. But, you know, 
you know me. You know my perspective, man. I'm, I am a, 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 a information, political news junkie. I'm trying to get over it. I'm trying to get over this, but right now, a lot of athletes, they kind of, it, it had me stuck. So I can't, I can't get over the hump and get back into sports like I used to be. I used to be a, a, a rabid sports fan. Any sport on TV, radio, anywhere, I'm in. It's easy to get me in. I can sit and listen to it on radio. I can watch it. I can read about it in magazines, anything. You had me. But something happened with some of the athletes that kind of kind of threw me for a loop when it seemed like the, the some of the players were not being overly patriotic when a lot of things were going, a lot of different things going on in, in the communities and everywhere. And so it kind of threw me for a loop. And so my question, if I was asking listeners okay. the question of the day, would you want your athletes for your team, your franchise players, your franchise players, or any of your players, most of your players on your your favorite team, would you want those guys, girls, to be patriotic people would you want that you know because it I, for me it attracted me and it and it and it alienated me when they when the, some of the athletes went in different directions you know what i mean and that's kind of so I, I i'm so i'm so glad you guys let, allowed me a few minutes to come on your show you guys got a great show but that's what kind of keeps me pulled back from sports like mm. i used to be you know well i would say larry that the biggest example of the answer to your question is the NFL is a machine, correct? We yes. all can agree. Yes. yes. It is a machine. Over yes. 200 million people at any point of the Super Bowl watched it. I mean, two thirds of the country was watching the Super Bowl. Yes. Uh, it is, it is just overtaken this country and they're trying to overtake the world. Yes. Uh, yeah. because they're, they're going to go to Brazil next year and they're already going to England and Germany and so forth and so on. So you would think the reason I'm, I'm saying that yeah. is you would think, some, an entity that big and that powerful is Teflon, right? Like yes. you can't hurt it. Yes, you can't touch it. Yeah. In my opinion, when we went through this, yeah. I don't know. This has been now what Three, four, four or five, five years? Yeah, four, four or five, five years, five years like ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. The whole so. anthem stuff. Yes. Guess what? Yeah. It affected the NFL. It did. It, it affected did. them greatly. It did. It did. And people were turned off, and people were not watching. Ratings went down attendance went down and all of a sudden you see the big bad wolf which is the nfl yes go hey <laughs> we've talked to the pa yes. and we've yes. kind of come up with some new rules yes. for the anthem yes so to me yes. real quick and then i'm gonna let you uh-huh. get back into this okay okay i think the 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 answer is unequivocally yes because it was just proven yes. with the nfl about four or five years ago where you could say nothing would affect them, but it did. Yes, yes. Well, you, you saw that the NFL made a big come. They, 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 they came back bigger and better. I, I'm still, I'm still on the fence because I saw I saw so many of so so much divisiveness in it. So it kind of kept me on the fence. Still kept me on the fence right now. But you notice the NFL came back. They they uh they came back especially this year. Uh, NFL NBA Sundays used to be always be NBA. Sunday, Christmas Sunday games mm-hmm. were the NBA. You would have four games, pre uh, premier games, yep. the best teams in the league, NBA. Well, this year, look, look what happened. NFL. You had NFL all day Christmas Day, which, mind you, 
that probably was the most football I've watched. And again, Die Hard used to be a season ticket holder for Tennessee Titans. From day one, I, le- I left. I left the farm and left them. You know, got out of there. Uh, I think probably before, just right when Vince Young came. I, okay, I kinda, so I was, that was oh six. Yeah, so I, I got out. Uh, this guy's this this guy's got Damon's got a question. Come on, no, he's oh, okay. We're doing radio signals. <laughs> okay, yeah, he's, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sure. I'll be brief. I'll be brief. And, and, and so, can the, I ask you real quick? Go like ahead. What what spurred this on? Obviously, something triggered you. So, is there I, something I, recently that triggered okay, you? Okay, so yeah, so so me, you know, you know, I'm, I'm again, I'm a I'm a I'm a information guy. I like to stay informed, current affairs, athlete sports. It's kind of third hand, not second hand, third hand. And I I still see some of the professional, especially basketball, because basketball is. I think you get more basketball uh, on on YouTube hits and stuff like that. You you'll see highlights, and, and so I see some of the players, and I say, well, is this guy? He's just is just not a hard worker. She's not patriotic. What's going on? What's it? And it's kind of it's, it's not. Maybe it's, it seems like it's lazy to me. And so I'm saying, is that part of, of the not being serious and being patriotic? What is it? Well, I don't know what what that has to do with if that's the same thing. But patriotic people are normally hardworking, serious people. And I and I like that. Can I say something? Yeah, go ahead. I, I want to help him out. Go ahead. One thing you have to realize: sports <clears throat> is about entertainment, and entertainment. It's what they do. They try to entertain you. A lot of times you're looking at people to be patriotic, but they're not there for that. A lot of them are not there for that. And when they play ball, they're there to play ball. And NFL is a is a franchise that's going that's really more exciting right now than than NBA. What, what that's about, why what, you saw it more on TV. What and about, that's why you're seeing more of it now. But I think people. Larry's telling us that he couldn't hire NBA players because – they believe in load management. He doesn't believe in load management. <laughs> did, did, you, did you guys see real quick? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get out of your way. I'm, out, I'm, I'm about to get out of here. Did you guys see the NBA All Star game? No, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> that I was an All Star game. <laughs> the NBA. That was what I'm saying. That be, was that was an All Star game. That, was it? It used be, it used to be must, like must, a, they used to be must see TV. I'm getting yeah, out of here, guys. This yep. used to be must see TV, and now you can't hardly watch it. Guys, thank you for having me in here. It's fired up. Hey, I love hey, it. Hey, look. Yeah. Uh, t- 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 big That's shout, why he's a shout out to your guy, Larry. our guy who's not here today. Yeah, Justin's out. Justin, yeah, but big shout out. Thank you guys for having Larry, me. Larry, good seeing thank you, man. You so much, <laughs> Opinionated Larry every Tuesday on the program. Appreciate it. He's fired up. I love it. Sponsored by buyandtow.com. Look, they don't believe in load management at buyandtow.com, okay? I'm just telling you that right now. They are hard workers. 615-480-6473. Get cash in your hand today and that vehicle hauled away. Come back and wrap up the first hour next. With 13 locations nationally, including our leasing company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Attention business owners, WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. 
We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039, 615-844-1039, or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity as the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale through each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. The McFarland Show, video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare studio. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred tonight. Kentucky at Mississippi State. That'll be a good one. Six o'clock tip on ESPN. Georgia's at LSU. That also be at six o'clock on SEC Network. And then Vanderbilt will be in Fayetteville to take on Arkansas tonight at 8 o'clock, also on SEC Network. I, I like how you transitioned out of that hot subject. <laughs> well, I think that we said all that was needed to be <laughs> said. Say, right? <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. All righty then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, those are good. Uh, the Kentucky-Mississippi State game is oh, going to be a good, good one. one. Uh, and then tomorrow, and we'll get into this on tomorrow's show. Auburn, Tennessee, that's going to yeah. be a doozy. I, I'm, I'm going to be out of town, so I'm going to be listening, but I'm kind of scared to listen, but we'll see what happens. So. But I think Tennessee going to win. But Well, they're at home, uh, yeah. so that 
that already is a good it's a good way to they're much better at home yes sir. we know it's easier to win at home than on the road in college basketball especially for whatever reason stats have shown it is the best home court advantage in all of sports believe it or not college basketball how about that all right that's going to do it for hour number one we'll come back we'll check in with john burton also at the combine today and we'll do that next as you listen to the mcfarland show wnsr I'm Michelle Franzen. Senate Democrats say they'll try to force a vote on IVF tomorrow, focusing on establishing a right for Americans to access assistive reproductive technologies. It follows Alabama's state Supreme Court ruling that frozen embryos are children. The legislation, led by Senator Tammy Duckworth, who used IVF to conceive her two children, says Republicans need to go on record. If you're thinking that this makes no, no sense, you're right. The very people who claim to be defending family values are actively trying to enact policies that would actually prevent Americans from creating those families. House Republicans in the impeachment inquiry have issued a subpoena for Attorney General Merrick Garland to turn over records from special counsel Robert Hur's probe into President Biden and his family's overseas business dealings. Americans signaling they're less confident this month than in January about the economy. The Consumer Confidence Index dipping over global tensions and the presidential race. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. WNS. Nashville Sports Radio. Days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Listen, you can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. 
Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Alrighty then. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the McFarland Show here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Darren McFarland, one half of the show. Justin out today. Hour number two rolling along. DJ Damon is alongside. Predators coming off that very, very successful road trip. Most successful one in franchise history going 5-0. and They are back home tonight against Ottawa. The Senators are in town. 7 o'clock puck drop. So we'll see if they can make it six in a row tonight at Bridgestone Arena. So we talked to Terry McCormick in the first hour, who was in Indianapolis at the Combine. Our second guest, also in Indianapolis at the Combine. On the radio side, JB in the general. Weekdays, 9 to 11 here on these airwaves. And at night, he puts on a suit. And he's TV's John Burton. News Channel 5. And you can watch all of his coverage tonight from the Combine, starting at 4 o'clock. John, how we doing? Good, D-Mac. How you doing, my man? Doing fantastic. What were your uh, impressions of what took place in Indianapolis today? Well, I think the biggest thing, Darren, is the, you know, it was, it seemed like both Brian Callahan and Rand Carthon kind of went out of their way to let everybody know, hey, we're in this together, <laughs> and we are uh, of sound mind and kumbaya and simpatico and all those wonderful things that they really put an emphasis on, you know, Carthon saying, you know, Callahan's my partner in this, and Callahan saying, I love working with Rand, and Rand's a great people person. And so it seemed like they really wanted to emphasize the fact that they are in this together and everybody's on the same page. Did you not get that impression, DMAC? Oh, I got the impression they gave each other chocolates on Valentine's Day. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, it was, I was waiting for somebody to give the other one a ring and propose. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, so it's, but that's good, though, right? That's what, Amy well, was, that's what, it, you know. It I is, mean, JB, but here's what I said in the first segment of the show. We were playing some of those clips, and I said, yeah. I mean, Brian Callahan's been on the, I mean, this is like his second date, right? Like, it's not even honeymoon. It's like second right. date as the head coach, and Rand Carthon's been on the job for a year. Like, they are truly right. in the beginning stages of dating and their relationship. Well, if you're in the beginning stages of dating and you already have problems, well, we know it's not going to work out, so everything should be kumbaya. <laughs> sure. But you know what? The good thing about it is, though, I've been talking about this for several weeks now, Darren, is the fact that we have an organizational flow chart. We know who answers to who now. So if there is a you know, situation where one guy wants one thing and the other guy got, wants another thing, well, guess what? Rand wins. And you know, for good or for bad, better or worse, we'll find out how, how effective it'll be. But I like the fact that there is a structure to the front office, something that I don't think Mike Vrabel was all that crazy about. No, no, he wasn't. Um, do you think Rand... Is I, I don't know if embracing is the right word, John. Um, I know he understands, I think. But was it brought up today like, hey, Mike Vrabel is gone. You've mm-hmm. hired this guy. 
you're now running the show. Now everything, the attention now turns to you. Whatever went on last year, nobody was really looking at you. Everybody was more looking at Mike Vrabel, and everybody was trying to figure out, well, who who picked who, who signed who, whose call was it? But Rand basically wasn't getting up. You know, he was kind of getting a pass, and he was new, right? Well, now mm-hmm. this is his baby. Did he talk about that at all? You know, I did ask him about that. I said, you know, how, how did things change in your new role now that you are not only the general manager but the executive vice president in charge of the coaching staff, in charge of putting the roster together? And, you know, he, he kind of, I'm not going to say blew it off, but he kind of downplayed it a little bit. He's like, ah, it's a little bit of extra responsibility, but, you know, it's it's just not much different than what I'm used to. But judging by his body language, the way he carried himself today, just walking around, uh, the media area and, t- you know, talking to the media both at the podium and then in the little side gaggle for the locals afterwards. I think he understands it's his show. He he better understand it because, you know, if, if things don't work, I mean, it's going to be all on him. And, you know, but if, if I'm Rand Carthon, I'm thinking, well, that's what I'm here for. You know, uh, if I'm the general manager, put it all on me. This is what I prepared myself for. This is what I want to do. And, uh, you know, I'm ready for the challenge. So I think he's up for it. Do you think it helps them? Because you know, John, just, you know, we can state all the examples. When you keep winning and winning and winning, then you have, you start getting like those expectations and uh, unfair expectations and like anything short of, you know, greatness every year is a failure. Well, they're not in any of that right now. And and they're not on it really on anybody's radar and they're not going to be. They're going to fly right, right under the radar stealth mode this offseason. No one's going to be talking about the Titans. Do you think that could actually work in their favor? Because I know they have expectations and they have to be successful or they won't be able to keep their jobs, but there's no expectations from the national media or local media for them to be good this upcoming season. Do you think that could actually help them? I absolutely do think it can, DMAC, because you know you hit the nail right on the head, right? Expectations are low. New head coach who's also a first-time play caller, right? Young quarterback, second-year general manager, a, a, you know, a roster that needs to be rebuilt. But the beautiful thing about it is, you know, in the NFL, as well as I do, if you do it right, you can flip this thing in a year. They've mm-hmm. got cap space. They've got a premium draft spot at number seven. Um, if they know what they're doing and, and the pieces fall into place and Levis continues to develop and he learns Callahan's offense – who knows what could happen next year? So, And then everybody's singing their praises about what geniuses they are. But you're right. So I think in this situation, with the expectations being what they are, you know, you can never relax in this, in this business, in this job, but you can conceivably take your time and put things together exactly the way you want them to, whether it's Rand and how he you know, scouts players, it's Callahan, how he puts his coaching staff together and develops game plans each, each week and learns – how to deal with being a play caller, you know, an in-game play caller week to week. You know, there is a little bit of wiggle room here that wasn't there the last couple of years under Vrabel, especially after getting that one seed a couple of years ago. So, yeah, I think I think you're spot on with that. I think it could turn out to be a really good thing for this organization. Yeah. All right, I've hung the dartboard up, JB. I've just laid some darts next to you, so let's throw some darts because I know we don't know the okay. answers to this, but let's have a little fun with it. So, They've got thirty million extra, so they got a lot of dough to spend. Doesn't mean they're going to spend it all in free agency, mm-hmm. but they have a lot of dough to play with. You're, I'm, I'm not going to ask obviously a name. I just first move this off season. 
in free agency is going to be what position, in your opinion? What, what's going to be the first position we talk about Rand Carthon signs? Secondary. I, I'm with you. I'm totally with you. I think that's where they turn. That's where they turn for. They're going. They're going to need another corner, aren't they? Absolutely. I don't think Fulton's going to be back, and uh, you know, they, McCreary's still a, a. You know, he's a he's a young guy. He's got a lot of potential, but you know, um, you have to kind of wait and see on him. So yeah, I would see. I would see money spent in the secondary before anywhere else because I think they're going to want to look to address offensive line in the draft, right? Because we're looking at offensive line, wide receiver, secondary. But, yeah, I could see them addressing their secondary needs first and foremost in free agency. Okay. Dart number two, seventh mm-hmm. pick in the draft, first round. What position where are they going today? I'm asking offensive you on Fe- February 27th. Yeah. Uh, offensive line, more specifically, probably offensive tackle. Yeah, uh, me too. Okay, we are in lockstep today. I, I, <laughs> we're, we're, we're like we're like Callahan and Carthon, you know? <laughs> we're just... Black guy, white guy, it's all working, man. <laughs> I need to work on my beard, though, or at least five o'clock shadow, like Ryan Callahan. I don't, I don't think I can Carthon, connect them. Carthon's got a killer beard, He's man. That's like Teddy one. Pendergrass from the seventies, bro. It's. Ve- I'm very <laughs> jealous of both of them. Their facial hair. I can't do that. <laughs> so I'm with you, left tackle. I'm. Com- I, I'm. I'm thoroughly convinced. That's that is where they need to go, and they will go with that seventh pick. I'm just convinced. I'm, of I'm, it. I'm right there with you, Dmac. Okay. I, I think you know. I think they're eyeing Joe Alt. I think if he's on the board, you know, they got to snag him, don't they? I well, I I don't. I've not gotten to the point where I'm ready to name names. Gotcha. I'm just ready to name position, and I think it's going to be left tackle. And I think they are hoping that Bill Callahan can produce a left tackle and a left guard and show them the ropes. And that's what they'll have for the next decade. And they don't have to worry about the left side for a long time. I, I know that's easier said than done, right? But I think that's that should be the plan, in my opinion. I'm with you 100%. Okay. Do you think they will sign a wide receiver in the free agency period? I think it's going to be hard, you know, given you know the money that's going to be floating out there. I think they may feel their money might be better spent, you know, going wide receiver in the second, maybe third round. Um, you know, it's going to depend what the market bears. Obviously, T. Higgins is off the board now because he just got franchised by the Bengals. Um, you know, there's some decent names out there, but uh, I don't know. My first instinct is to say they may use the draft to shore up wide receiver unless, you know, somebody they really like is out there and it comes at a price that they can afford. Okay, I'm going to tell you why I brought that up. You were there, so you're better equipped to, to answer this. I just listened to a lot of what Brian Callahan and Rand Carthon had to say. I got the impression today their 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 words carefully used was, was and I'm going to put this as nice as I can, is our wide receivers are trash, this. okay? And we got to <laughs> rebuild that room up, and I think yeah. they're going to do it in the draft and free agency, I think they just told us they need a lot of help at that position. Did you? Am I off here? No, you're not off at all. And uh, the word that was used a lot was speed. We need yeah. to upgrade our speed at wide receiver. And uh, you know, I'll take it further. You know, when Callahan talking about Traylon Burks, you know, 
you heard what he had to say. He's like, yeah, I like his talent, but the rest is kind of up to him. He's got to get in here. He's got to show that he's ready to play. And he's got to, he's, he's got to, you know, show me something. I mean, he said a lot nicer than I just did, but didn't you get that kind of uh, that, that, uh, that yep. vibe from him talking about Traylon Burks? So 100%. you're right. I think, you know, that, 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 that's a position that needs a vast upgrade. I mean, D hop is, you know, he, he'll tell you himself, he's not a burner. He's more of a possession guy and a route runner and a, contested catch guy you know he might be the second greatest contested catch guy of all time behind randy moss so but he's you know he's not going to beat you over the top and Traylon burks we're still waiting to see what this guy's going to be going to be like yeah i would say speed you know wide receiver ability and speed are going to be paramount for this team uh you know this season and you know now having said that yeah <laughs> i'm i'm leaning towards maybe they might look at wide receiver and free agency but man that's those guys, they want a lot of money, <laughs> those wide receivers. And it's a it's a premium position. I get why. Yeah. John Burton on the line with us. JB in the general 9 to 11 weekdays here on these airwaves. John Burton TV, John Burton, News Channel 5. Look for all of his coverage tonight starting at 4 o'clock. So let me stick with the Traylon Burks theme. Mm-hmm. I've never skydived. I never will skydive, ever. I don't care <laughs> if it's free. I don't care if I get paid. I will never skydive, but I've watched enough. I know how it works. I'm never, you know, I'm not ready to throw the parachute out and then jump out of the plane on Traylon Burks. I'm now, I've jumped out of the plane. I'm falling. I have both hands on the ripcord. I'm about to pull the ripcord. I haven't done it yet. I know it's just two years and some people say, ah, you know, it's still too early. John, I've got both hands on the ripcord. Again, I haven't pulled the chute on Burks, but I'm I'm starting to see the ground, and I'm getting nervous, and I'm about ready to pull it because I I'm just not sure this is going to work. What, what say you? Oh, man, it's it's tough to argue your point there, D Mac. I mean, I know injuries. You can't account for injuries. You know those are unfortunate happenings, but you know we've seen this kid have opportunities to make plays, and he hasn't made them right. And, you know, this was a guy, I mean, gosh, the pressure that's on this kid, right? You know, this guy, this was a guy that was drafted five minutes after they, they shipped, uh, AJ Brown up to Philadelphia. And they're saying, and they told the fans basically, don't worry, don't worry about losing AJ Brown. We have Traylon Burks and he's got to show something, right? He's got to show something this year. I mean, he's going to be playing for, you know, a, a front office that didn't draft him and, you know, this is this is his time to shine. He better show up to off season conditioning and shape. He better he better you know look the part in training camp, and he better make some plays in in games because that's another thing that they were both talking about today, Callahan and Carthon. We need playmakers on both sides of the ball, but particularly on offense. Right, Callahan's an offensive guy, and you know he wants guys that can make big plays down the field. And and Traylon Burks has to be one of those guys. And if he's not, then he might be playing somewhere else. Yeah, I know they didn't shut the door on Derrick Henry today, and I get all that. I, I just, right. I know, I've just never been in that camp. You know, there's a dang promo running on the station. says it's, it, and I love him, <laughs> and I don't want him to see him go, but I just, I think he's gone. I think they, they're, they're moving on from him. Do you think with all these big-name running backs that are out there, do you think any of those fits what Brian Callahan is trying to do here to basically be a Batman Robin with spears and fill in the blank running back. 
Well, I mean, you free realize agent. there's some talented guys out there, free agents, right? Pollard's going to be a free agent. Saquon Barkley's going to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. Jacob's, Jacob's going to be a free agent. Yep. But, you know, you can get a good running back in the fourth or fifth round, D-Mac. How many times have we seen it? You know, you don't need to spend on Rick Henry, and he's been great here, and he's been fantastic. And I know the fans love the fact that, hey, a premium superstar player plays in our city and wears our colors. I get all that. And he's closing in on some all-time franchise records. But I think I just feel like now in this, in this day and age of the NFL, it's more about running game than it is about running back. And mm-hmm. so I think you can get a decent guy in the later round, mid to later rounds at running back. So I, I don't see the Titans going out and spending money after they just parted ways, presumably with Derrick Henry. And I'm with you. I, I think there's a less than 5% chance that they resign him and he comes back. You know, we'll see if I'm wrong. Other people think there's a chance. Other people, I think, are more wishing than predicting it. But, you yeah. know, I, I say go out and get yourself a good running back, and like I said, third, fourth, fifth round, and, you know, make sure it's somebody that Callahan likes for his system, a Joe Mixon type. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine, especially with Spears already in the mix. Right. All right. Well done. Hey, really appreciate your time. So what What are the times uh, for people – Turn on News Channel Five and see your coverage from Indianapolis. Four o'clock. Well, you're a hell of five o'clock. You're a hell of a guy for letting me promote that. First of all, yeah. Darren, but yeah, four, four, five, six thirty, and ten o'clock sports. We'll awesome. be all over it. Awesome. Great work as always. Appreciate it, JB. Uh, safe travels back, and uh, we'll talk soon. JB, I like the outfit you wore the other day too. You, you looked like you was ready to play with the Titans too. You, you may want to put on a <laughs> uniform. It was tight, Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Damon's, Damon's in a good mood. He's going on vacation. It was tight, Darren. It was tight. I believe so, you. I well, believe Damon, you. have fun on vacation, man. Thank and Darren, you, always great to talk to you, my friend. All right, John. Likewise. John Burton, News Channel 5, and, of course, uh, JB and the General. Weekdays, 9 to 11, here on these airwaves. Uh, Patton did uh, most of the show today by himself. I know John checked in from Indianapolis, but uh, he had Eli Gold on. Good work by him. Uh, good show today by young Patton. He is just growing up right in front of us. 615-844-5600 is our phone line and our text line. We're wide open the rest of the hour if you'd like to get involved in the show. Uh, there's a lot to discuss, and we can do that with you. We can do that next here on the McFarland Show, WNSR. <clears throat> oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, The financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. 
Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I love to own a house. So I asked him how he did it. And he smiled and he said he went to the knowledge tree. (laughs) He had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more. And he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers. Folks like me who get the runaround from banks. And he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first-time homebuyers. Here's the number. 859-9599. 859-9599. Money doesn't grow on trees. Knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage. 859-9599. 859-9599. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5. And it's Patton Cook from National Sports Radio. We are excited for our new show, JB and the General, every Monday through Friday right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Talking all things Titans, Nashville SC, Preds, anything you want, we can talk. And we don't mind going off the beaten path once in a while as well. Again, that's every Monday through Friday, 9 to 11, right here on WNSR. Text the Strike and Spare studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Good stuff from John Burton. Theme today, Combine in Indianapolis. 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line. Let's go to it. Let's bring in. Dr. Detroit. Dee Dee, what's up? Hello? Is he there? Well, he's there somewhere. Going once, <laughs> twice. He said he had gotten sick babysitting, so. Three times a lady. He's gone. Dr. Detroit. He gone. He'll call back. He gone. Nope. Wait a minute. Dr. Detroit? Yes, sir. Oh, there we are. Okay, then. We lost you. What's going no. on, man? My God, you threw me in the closet and forgot about me? Well, you sound hey. like you're calling from the closet. What's going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, ill, Dr. Detroit, today. I okay. mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sick. But anyway, uh, man, you know, some of the best road trips, Darren, are the ones you just go spontaneous to. And by damn, I swear, when I closed Checkers Saturday night, I just got a vibe that I needed to go, which is my insurance, 
and better 400. I just, I just knew I should go, but funds and everything, my property, county taxes do the end of the month, and I'll just cruise everything up. But man, if you've not seen that finish, did you go? No, uh, man, I wish, I wish I did, but I, I, I got to pay my property in county Texas uh, before the end of February. But, uh, man, what a finish. Hey, I'm, I'm happy for Daniel Suarez. I like that young man. He's, he's extremely nice. Got a good American girlfriend. They're happy and, uh, good for track house racing, uh, here. Uh, somebody says located in Berry Hill. Uh, there, it's around here. Yeah. 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 I'll be done. But, Anyway, congrats to him. Yeah, and, he uh, won by the hair and his chinny chin chin. Man, that was amazing finish. Yeah, it was. Man, I can't wait to watch uh, NASCAR recap at five on uh, Fox Sports One. By the but way, anyway, why do yeah. they? Why do they go four wide? Like it never, like it never works. Like once, it's no, always going to be a wreck. Always. Yeah, yeah, Darren. This is the first time you know I've been in NASCAR for forty some odd years. Plus, uh. To go Daytona and Atlanta, it just seems like they're so anxious yeah. to prove point to one another. And of course, only Toyota and Ford had a new body style. They uh, introduced the dark horse Mustang for the Ford, uh, which they're using in Formula One as well. Which I'm happy you, you remember when we did the Ferrari in the movie Ford versus Ferrari when mm-hmm. the Ferrari looked like a Denny Cantship RD. So, uh, you know, I love that movie. Absolutely. It is a good movie. Good movie. Uh, Yeah, it it really is. Um, Now, I don't know if it's coming out or what. A movie about just Ferrari. Oh, I don't know. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, sorry, I I, I heard Eli go yesterday and just chill bumps. I've met him so many times. Just a class act. Wonderful, wonderful patriot. And, uh, so he's going to be the voice of the cats. Yes, sir. And not the and not the voice of Alabama next year. Let me just tell you, Alabama football without Nick Saban and Eli Gold is going to be really strange. It's going to be scary. It, it's that's that's. I mean, to, to adapt to that, Darren, you're right, man. That's uh, going to take a long time, you know, for the Crimson Tide to pick up on that. And I I don't even know if you told me who. Who's picked up the play-by-play from Eli Go for Alabama? It's gonna. I mean, it's a familiar voice. I mean, it's Chris Stewart, who's been doing basketball forever, oh. and you know, oh. sidelines. So, I mean, Chris Stewart has been in the Alabama family, but you know, no just. Disre- and I love Chris, and he's been on the show many, many times over the years. It, sure. You know, he's not Eli Gold, man. <laughs> Eli no. Gold is Eli Gold, the Hall of Famer. <laughs> you know, Eli Gold just a tad has got the uh, similarity of, of John Ward. I mean, he can be a little comical, but uh, and he loves telling stories during football games and so forth. Uh, but no, man, the man is just an iconic icon for me. Knowing him uh, in NASCAR before I even knew anything about him being affiliated with Alabama. But, uh, oh, man, how exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, y'all have to get him on, on again because I guarantee you, He'll start chuckling. He's like, "Oh yeah, I remember you, Doctor Troy." <laughs> oh yeah, I will. We will. I talked. I right, texted good. with him today, so he'll be on soon. All right, God bless, man. Thank, well, thank you, DJ. Appreciate it. Get better. Yeah, because he got the wrong shelf with this. Okay, it's all right. It's all right. He was on the radio here. Yeah, he That's was on this morning. Yeah, okay. Eli's a good man. Eli, I love Eli. Go man. I mean, 
I hated to what? call those games, but I loved him as a boy. But this conference was spoiled for a long oh, time with like guys like Larry Munson. Oh, man. John Ward. Yeah. Eli Gold. You I mean, know, that, think about how many decades and how many football games you know why? I, you know why I love UT? It's because I heard John Ward when I was about 10 years old, and he was calling games, this football time. That's it. I know. Then you see Reggie White play. Nothing against the guys. You know, Bob Keston's been doing it a long time. Yeah. Nothing against all these guys, you know, that have replaced them. But, man, we had some legendary voices. Legendary voices in the SEC. Bob Kessling has a tendency to be neutral. Like, if he's calling a game, he seems like he gets excited when the other team scores. Like, with John Ward, he would never do that. You know, he'd get excited when UT scored. He'd say, oh, they scored a touchdown. Okay, Get the ball back, you know. You know, it's like yeah, that's what you like, you know. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. Okay, I do. Um, Eric in Columbia on our YouTube page does not agree with me on the left tackle. He says he very much disagrees with drafting the left tackle with the first pick. Eric, why? Why would you be against that? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to see if he, uh, uh, he said maybe a receiver. Maybe. Oh man, come on. Really? Oh, he said the AJ Brown, Amon St. Brown, Debo Samuel. That was luck. Well, the draft is luck. <laughs> I mean, if he, it's not, it's an inexact science. This just in, it's hard. It's hard. You're, you know, that's why I use the dart reference with JB. Like they're throwing darts. I mean, yes, you, you, you study them, you talk to them, you have notes, you have, you scout them. I get all that. You can do all that, but you truly don't know. You don't. You may think you know, and sometimes you are right, and then sometimes you think you know, and then you couldn't be more wrong when they get there. Right? I mean, that's just the way it works. So you, tr- if, if look, if everybody truly knew, you know, there wouldn't be very many misses in the draft. Uh, let's go back to the phone. 615-844-5600. Let's go to Doug. Doug, what's up? Hey, good afternoon, man. And uh, DJ Damon, he's filling in mighty nicely today and yesterday as well. Well, he's in a good mood. He's getting ready to go on vacation with the wife, so he's in good spirits. Well, I'm sure he's going to miss you. I'm sure he will. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I'll be thinking about them every day. I'm sure he will. Yeah. Every minute. Without a doubt. Every Sitting poolside. <laughs> Just a couple of comments. Appreciate your perspective of the dart thing. I hate mock drafts. They just get on my nerves. But I've got two things. And this morning, uh, the general with Eli Gold, five-star interview he did this morning. But the need for speed for the Titans, if I'm a wide receiver, and I've been a wide, and I look over there and I see what's defending me, I'm licking my lips because our DBs can't catch a cold. So we have a need on that side mm-hmm. as well as uh, wide receivers that can take the top off of somebody else's offense. Yeah, that's so, why I asked John Burton about so about bad. that. They need to. They're going to address it with free agency, Doug. I, I really probably both draft and free agency. They have to. You're right. You, you have to because there's no threat to stop Mm-mm. a touchdown. No, and there's no threat to make a touchdown. Chris no. Sanders will argue. Look! Look at the two. Uh, look at the two guys for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I mean, just. Look at how many Lockdown. times when you could see a pass and I would just be saying, oh, no, 
and you knew the guy was going to trot in the end zone because we can't catch a cold. Yeah, it's and, not good. And then, you know, along with the Eli Gold calling the cats, you know, in their season coming back to Nashville, how awesome is that? And my question is, has the roster been decided for the cats, and are there any local guys that's going to make the team? If you guys know, I'll hang up. All right, thank you, Doug. I, I think they had tryouts this past weekend or the first round of tryouts. I, I know there's no roster that's complete. I haven't seen that. So I think they're in the process of doing all that. Wouldn't Greg Polk be able to contact with that? Mr. Well, I think he would know, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, I, I would hope so. I'm sure you got his cell number. I, I do. I <laughs> do. <laughs> You want me to get him on to, yeah, to answer it? Yeah, just to get him on. He, I'm sure well, he's, he's probably listening. Really listening. He's probably listening. And I'm surprised that they got Eli Gold on without his permission. I don't know if that happened. Maybe he's working in the background. Without whose permission? Greg Polk. You know, well, you don't think Greg had Greg something to do with it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Probably because of Greg. Well, I'm sure he had a lot to well, do with it. Phone lines ringing. Well, there, it's probably Greg Polk. <laughs> By the way, I had a buddy text me. Uh, on my text line and said, uh, on the Traylon Burks discussion and said, uh, yeah, if I were you, I'd go on and pull the rip cord. <laughs> so I, I think my buddy was, uh, not, he was off on Traylon Burks. He was done. I think we got him. Who? Greg. Pokey? Pokey? Is that you, Pokey? Yeah, I'm just driving around in circles <laughs> listening to you guys. Do you know anything about the cats? <laughs> well, um, yeah. Well, we just had a question so, about the cats, so we deferred to you. I, I heard, I heard, Doug. I listened, listened. You know, um, yeah, we've we've signed. I think twenty five. Uh, we'll we'll bring thirty five players to camp. That'll be the first week of April. I think we're in the twenty five player range. The tryouts this Saturday. We had one hundred and three show up mm. to try out, which is a, which is amazing. And Coach Dean Kikinos, you know, is a rock star in, the, in this world. And, Did you have anybody like Mark him. Wahlberg show up, like Invincible, that you think is going to make it? You know, some dude that is a bar back, you know, at a local pub? No, no, but Mark Wahlberg can buy a roster spot this very second if he wants <laughs> one. Yeah, he could. He definitely could. Oh, oh yeah, well, he could play So wait a minute. For, Are you telling us that? Yeah. Positions can be bought. Wow, yes, it's just, man, this is breaking I think news. I'll get my buddy out. Hit the yeah, breaking news sounder, Damon. What can I get for hundred dollars? Nashville Cats. You can buy a position. Floor manager. <laughs> I don't think I'd sign up to be well, quarterback. Hey, you know, I, I, I'm just telling you. I've looked at the Titans. They're not doing any good of paying people money. I figure people <laughs> can pay us. To, you know. Wow. Did he say we have any local uh, players going on? Yeah, we do. If you go, we've signed. If you go to the, it's not an Ohio State thing. Somebody has NashvilleCats.com, and they didn't want to give it up. And so, guess what? You, we could have given you free tickets, and you said on the website, no one goes to. Anyway, the NashvilleCats.com. We signed. Hey, one of them. We there's been there. With Austin P. Western Kentucky. Uh, Robert Lacey, the big offensive lineman at uh, TSU. So yes, we're going to have a. Uh, a local strong. Well, I mean, here's the deal with that. We sign local people. We don't have to put them in housing and pay for them to live here. So every if I hey, our, if our thirty third spot is living in uh, Smyrna and right out there and coaching, uh, 
you know, uh, middle school baseball mm-hmm. now. He mm-hmm. might find a spot. Just you, just yeah, you're you're looking local. I get it. That's smart. No, but no, but that, but no, we've Charlie. One of them, Charlie Miller, was the uh, the ten thousand yard passer at Baylor. Uh, he went his last year to Liberty. He's thrown. You know, that's a that's a big sign. I mean. He's had some issues, you know, concussion issues and everything. But in this league, you don't. If you're a quarterback, you don't get hit. The only thing you got to do is throw the ball, mm. and 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 so that's. But yeah, so just I was listening. Hey, you know, you sound good. Don't, don't Darren. Don't let don't let Damon talk that much. <laughs> Greg, I knew you were going to say something like that. That's why I got my buzzer out right now. The problem is, see, they have strategically, as you know, Pokey, they have placed him 25 feet away right. from me, so I can't do anything to stop him. And Justin's not here to keep talking. He's so. got control of everything. The phones, the board, yep. the mic, cameras, and everything. Your, and your mic, too, Greg. Well, that's fine. Hey. You put, hey, I'll call, I'm listening. You know what I think of 560. That's family, and I'm always going to do what I can to make sure I can be a part of it. So Okay, anyway, we'll throw out free plug tickets, yeah. throw out a number or website. Well, no, yeah, the, yeah, where they're on sale, thenationalcats.com. Uh, and uh, our first week of training camp will be first week of uh, first week of April. Uh, then after that, and April 27th. So yeah, and we're glad, you know, we're already partnering, partnering with WNSR, with, you know, with the, the, with Pat. And by the way, Patton and JB, the JB and the General Show, good, that's the tip of the hat. That's, that's exactly what the station should have done. And I'm, I'm glad they did. So. Well, Pokey, uh, anytime we have a cat's question, we'll send up the cat signal <laughs> and you call in. Okay. Um, it just depends where I've been the previous hour. <laughs> we'll make sure the wow. cat signal's bright. That's deep right there. <laughs> Pogey, thank you. We got loaded lines, right, so you're popular. Uh, tell everybody I said hi. <laughs> All right, it's Greg Pogue. Doug, you asked? There you go. Oh, he did some name dropping, too. All right, we do have more phone calls to get to. 615 844 more of the McFarland Show next here on WNSR. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times national survey of pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. 
You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now download the free upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas use promo code lift for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's promo code lift you can cash out anytime right to your bank account to paypal or an e-gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code lift for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's code lift looking for something to take your mind off this traffic how about a true story of instant success Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list, plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Titans fans, Preds fans, we have you covered. The McFarland Show. 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line. Don't forget, every day you can watch the show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And you can interact with the show on our YouTube page. WNSR Live, one word. Let's go to the phones. Pogi got them loaded up. Let's go to Nate in Columbia. Nate, what's up? What's up, guys? Um, I, I don't know if y'all seen this or not, but Darren, are you, um, how do you feel about Frank Valley? Um, you know, I'm okay. I mean, I'm fine. I'm, I'm not liking what I'm seeing. Okay. What, what, where are you going with this? Three, this was about three hours ago. Okay. Then I um, haven't seen it three hours ago. The, the devil's have been apparently been interested in sorrows. Yeah. Um, I thought that's been out the there Preds, for a bit, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But the extra part is the Preds say they're intent on keeping sorrows as long as they're in the playoffs. Uh, I hope that's not. True. Well, first of all, let's not panic. Cause I know the two of us feel the same way. <laughs> I hope that is just Barry posturing the organization I mean, posturing, yeah. because remember, there's still so. a week and a half to go, and mm-hmm. you're just trying to drive up. Maybe they don't like the price tag right now. Maybe they don't like what New Jersey's offering, 
and they're trying to push them higher, which I'm fine with. But yeah, after next Friday, it comes out that they did have a good package in front of them, and they just decided because they've been playing well, they're you know they're keeping sorrows. I'll be very, very disappointed. I, I'm not going to be disappointed. I'm going to be pissed <laughs> because I, I I don't understand it. I thought we were well. Let's uh, not panic. Was not I thought the goal was to not obviously a goal every year is to win the cup. But with the team that we thought we were going to have this year, I thought the goal was to not make the playoffs. Basically, um, I don't I, I don't know I don't I don't believe that. Um, I had several people over there that told me off the record that they they feel like hey we're going to surprise everybody so they they were trying to low play it publicly but inside the walls they weren't they they were more optimistic than they were letting on were and i don't i don't know i wouldn't begin to know who those people are i just want to know were they around 1617 or yeah 1617 mm. those people you talked to no Okay, that makes me feel a little better then. No, they weren't. Because they they wouldn't be shouting, just get in, anything can happen. Look, we all know, Nate, we're not going to insult. This is not really the two of us talking. This is everybody else listening. Look, those things happen. We know, especially in hockey, it happened to the Blues. Mm -hmm. It happened to the Preds. It's happened to the Kings. It's happened to others. But if you go in with that every year thinking, the magic is going to like you're just going to be more disappointed than not, right? Like we just know that's just not mm-hmm. how it works every year. There's not some magical run every year in the NHL. Has it happened over time? Yes, but you know, thinking you're getting in every year and the magical run is coming. If that's your approach, it's a silly approach because you're going to be disappointed way, way more times than you'll be excited. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I am, I am trying to hold off until at least the week of the trade deadline, but every stuff that I keep hearing just keeps bringing me down. I would not, I would not freak out over that. That could be Barry posturing. It could be Barry trying to drive up the price, and I'm okay with all that. Look, this is what happens. This is what you do. That's yeah. what a smart GM yeah. should do. And so I'm not hitting any panic button that they're going to, you know, they're going to hold, they're going to stand pat or they're going to hold on to Saros because they're currently in the playoffs. People don't realize this team just got in the playoff picture or in the playoffs on this road trip. Okay. So it just happened there. They're in the last spot. Okay. And just like that, a losing streak can have them right back on the outside looking in. So again, I'm going to, I'm going to err on the, it's just posturing. This is what you do. It's smart. Mo- it's a smart move by the general manager. I just, uh, I just hope we're not going back to the Preds' old ways with uh, David Poyle. I know it's a different GM and everything, but Poyle's still in the organization, and that, that you know, that kind of concerns me. So I know, but all right, guys, y'all have a great day. We'll see what happens tonight. Thank you, Nate. You too. Yeah. Tonight, 7 o'clock, Bridgestone Arena. Brads and Senators. Let's go to Tony in Nolensville. Tony, what's up? I'll be quick on this. First of all, something I was going through out there yesterday, and I know nobody cares, but I'm glad to see the enemy 
finally got a head coaching job out there at UCLA, a co-head coaching job. Maybe all the talk, every time the head coaching jobs come up, and remember early in the year we always said his name comes up and there was a discussion about it. So hopefully we don't have to hear his name come up no more. Uh, now, I do uh, – you were talking about left tackle. I, You know, today I, I think left tackle could be the answer on a draft pick. Tomorrow it might be a cornerback. I mean, I think that's going to change. But by the way, hold on, week. talk Tony real quick. He's he's the OC at UCLA. He's OC, but he's a co. He they've got him as a co head coach and the offensive coordinator. Co head coach. How does that work? I don't know, huh. but I'm just telling you what they huh. put on TV the other night. Oh, I just saw so, OC. Uh, okay. So I mean, I know what I read. <laughs> okay, that's a so that's a weird. I don't. I, I don't uh, think I've ever so heard of. It with me. We're on the same page, right? I I saw OC. I I don't even know how a co. I've never even heard I of a co head coach. But, uh, hmm. That's um. Uh, let me ask y'all something, and Damon, I want you to ch- chime in on this. This is something I've looked at the last several. What's going on in with Vanderbilt and Tennessee, and I'm being a Vandy fan and. I've heard this from one or two others, and sometimes I've really wondered. I've never put this out there, and I don't know if anybody's ever thought about this. Does it mean more to the UT fan base and the sports teams, UT University, does it mean more to them not to lose to Vanderbilt than it does to Vanderbilt and their sports teams to beat UT? Hmm. Interesting question. Now I'm going to let y'all think about that. Get that and then I'll talk break. about it. Okay. All right. Thank you, Tom. See you guys. Appreciate it. All right. We'll take our final break. Come back and wrap up Tuesday's edition of the McFarland Show. We'll do that next year on WNSR. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, coworkers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online. At strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team from any seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville Double Stack, or the world-famous Bar-Lined Grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the Bar-Lined Grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at Bar-Lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar-Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. 
Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Maybe it's an overreaction on Monday, but I'm going to, moving forward for me, pump the brakes a little bit on Kyle Shanahan. He's got to do it to be included as he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Now, right now, I would say Andy Reid is one of the best coaches in the NFL, and he's one of the best coaches of all time. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WMN. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Another fast-moving show today. Appreciate all the participation. By the way, just to clarify, Eric Bannemi is the OC at UCLA and the associate, associate head, coach. head coach. Deshaun Foster, the former running back, pretty good running back, yeah, uh, is the head coach of the Bruins. I remember him quite well. Spent most... All of his career in Carolina with the Panthers. So I think he was already on the staff. He is the head coach. All right, so Tony asked about Tennessee and the Vanderbilt rivalry. Yes, does it mean more? And my answer is I think Tennessee does not want to lose the Vanderbilt, but if they lose, it's not like major issue anymore because we beat them so many times, you know. But I think Vanderbilt has gotten so that football, I know they love beating Tennessee in football. But I think in basketball, because they've won some games, it's sort of neutral, you know. It does mean a lot to Tennessee fans to not. We hate losing to Vanderbilt, football or basketball. So maybe it means more to Tennessee. I think it's probably um, an insensitive answer. But I, this is, I mean, if I'm just being honest, I just think that probably while it is a rivalry because it's in state, I just don't think Tennessee views – Vanderbilt the same way as vice versa. Vanderbilt Amen. views Tennessee. Because it's just because of the results. Right? It's hard to. Right. Right? When you've exactly. when you've dominated uh, a rivalry. So Yeah, I mean it means I don't know if more. that makes it, it I'm not trying to make Vanderbilt fans mad. I'm just saying that's and I don't know the answer. That's just my opinion. That's I the way it if, feels I like. think if Vanderbilt was a better basketball team like last year when they won, it would mean a lot this year. 
But since Tennessee beat them that time, and, and then when they came up there and they beat them, it sort of like took the glamour off of that last year, that whooping, because that's, you know, that's what happens. But football, I think, is more of an intense rivalry. Because I was at this year's game, and there was some fighting and some pushing. I was actually in the stands when Vanderbilt was trying to intimidate Tennessee, and that was the wrong thing to do. So the hatred was there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you some of the things that were said. Oh, really? Oh, man. Well, in don't, the stands? Don't get in trouble on your way out the door No, uh, vacation. I, I won't say it. Uh, Eric did answer my question on the YouTube page, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Look, I get that. But I just I don't see any scenario where he slips to seven. No, it seems pretty much like a foregone conclusion. He's going top three, top five for sure. I would think. But you know, it is the draft. You just never know. This is where they start picking and prodding, and a lot of things get brought up. And guys aren't playing any games, and they get, they move up and down draft boards. <laughs> it's weird. But the combine is the start of it. And then you got workouts, and who knows? So make it have a bad workout, bad interview session. You just never know. So maybe Eric's right. Maybe he does slip to seven. All right, that's going to do it for our show today. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Bill Keene will get things started at 6 a.m. JB and the General, 9 to 11. And we'll be back at it starting at 2 o'clock. We'll see you then. See you next week. Peace. Just rubbing it in. <laughs>